Okay, keep the fun alive. Like, keep the party going. Hey, next time it's not raining, let's go back to the street fair again. Yes. Maybe we'll just go in the rain. We'll wear um, rain oh, jackets. Oh, like uh, British football players that just keep the, you know, keep the game alive no matter what? Exactly. So, I don't think it was like an episode, last episode or episode before. I was talking about how there's this argument against vegans. Oh, and okay. I call it the anti-vegan field mice rant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because I get this a lot where where people like basically in pretty much the same language constantly tell me that vegans actually create more damage and kill more animals than carnivores. Which is a hundred percent not true. I mean, mm-hmm. in fact, I think they made, uh, they did some research and they found out that a vegan saves one animal a day. Oh, that's so awesome! I, hey, I'm, I'll pat myself on the back for that one. So, th- someone basically, a troll, basically said this, and and again, I've gotten this troll in in many different forms. It's over like the, and over again. the meat lobbyists like planted this talking point and it just won't die no matter how little sense it makes. You harm way more animals by being vegan. All the fields with your soybeans and other BS plow or poison every mouse, shrew, mole, insect, snake, frog or otherwise small animals so you can eat Fake meat that tastes like cardboard. Okay, so let's pretend all of that was true. Let's 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 for the sake of argument grant that it does in fact cause a lot of death by plowing fields. Wait, 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 wait. Let's pretend that's true. You have to feed the animals in the factory farms some kind of grains. So and it takes what, like 25 pounds of grain for one pound of meat. So if you were to just let's take let's pretend that the sin has to be committed for any plant. You're 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 committing less of a sin by eating that pound of grains directly than eating 25 pounds worth that you fed to the animal. Okay. As a vegan, it's impossible to have perfection. And mm-hmm. There will be destruction when pesticides, when animals get maybe in a thrasher or all sorts of things. Things, things. There will be death, but not not this sort of mass extinction that they're talking about. And in fact, animals have learned to adapt to the crops, and they move to certain areas where when they hear the thrasher, they know to move to the side and get away. They're not just going to be wide open. It's time for a a, a mice apocalypse when the thrasher comes. Yeah, that <laughs> article you sent was hilarious. It was like, imagine you're a mouse. You're in the field. You see the, th- you hear the, I mean, mice have more heightened senses than we do. They can feel vibrations in the ground. They can see this thrasher coming along. Are they just going to stand there like, oh, I guess my time has come, or are they going to run away? So what happened is, is this argument is not only just the tool of a, a troll, but it's actually insinuated itself into popular culture. And so there's a show called Yellowstone starring Kevin Costner, and there's this ridiculous subplot that involves a, this this 
vegan that Mm -hmm. is protesting uh, because he's I guess he's a rancher and the vegan protesters getting arrested and and uh, basically Kevin Costner is telling her the truth ever plow a field summer to plant the quinoa or sorghum or whatever the hell it is you eat you kill everything on the ground and under it you kill every snake every frog every mouse mole vole worm quail you kill them all so i guess the only real question is how cute does an animal have to be before you care if it dies to feed you the thing that blows my mind about the this clip <laughs> is you know we we discussed earlier the obvious counter argument yeah to this to this talking point but what blows my mind is the actress who's playing the vegan activist piper paraboo okay <laughs> she's nodding her her head like i guess you make a valid point like dude <laughs> like, like 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 if she is a vegan activist like she doesn't have a counter argument <laughs> she's just like okay <laughs> I guess that's right. <laughs> that's a that's called a straw man vegan. She's a vegan activist. She, someone must have someone must have are, have already said this argument to her like fifty thousand times. If she's a vegan activist, yeah, yeah, and it's like so easy to to counter argue, and she's just like, well, I guess that's true. <laughs> I'll I'll have a steak then. It's like this trashy show. She's actually becomes a love interest to him. Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah, this, enemies it's, to lovers plot. It's oh yeah, yeah, one. and not only that, and then and then there's this this ridiculous scene where she actually eats something that has butter in it. To- oh no, you're saying she they in the show she just compromises her like ideals. Yeah, she willingly eats something with butter. Wow. It's just a trashy show, but but it's kind of interesting too. This this introducing also the concept of only if it's cute that that we only care about something that's cute. And there's like like bugs that I don't think are that cute that are in like candy that I don't eat. There's I'm sure there's some goats and and pigs that aren't that cute. I sh- I, sh- I don't want to eat them. I mean it's not it's like I mean come on man. I mean, well, that's the that's the issue sometimes with carnivores where they're like, I love animals. I love my dog. I love my cat because they're cute. But it, but it's interesting how it's the same um, wording. Every vole, every frog, every this, every that. And, and what's interesting is, OK, so that that was about a year ago. It was copy pasted from one of these like forum memes. OK, that also came. From three years ago there was a Joe Rogan interview with Ted Nugent. If you really want to kill the most things, be a vegan. Because the farmers who protect your beans kill everything. I kill one animal per arrow. In order to grow tofu, you have to kill every ground squirrel, every vole, every shrew, every snake. Every frog, every bird, every rabbit, anything that gets in that bean field, I'm either going to plow and dismember, which is why the crows and the and the seagulls follow the the uh, the, combines. the combines every year. And then, if anything does survive my first slaughter, I'm going to come in with Monsanto and poison the shit out of everything, so you can have a tofu salad and not be responsible for any death. Okay. Anyway, there you so, go. He keeps so going. Uh, <laughs> Yellowstone did copy paste one of his sentences. <laughs> No, uh, look, the, I'll, I'll give him one thing. Uh-huh. If, you know, uh, I was comparing cultivation of plants to factory farming. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like very clearly a greater sin to factory farm than to eat cultivated plants. Mm-hmm. He made the uh, he made the example of a hunter. Mm-hmm. And I guess in a purely like utilitarian perspective, if you actually hunt your animal and you hunt one animal and and you live off of it for months, uh, I guess technically you're that's less killing. Yeah, but, but the- that, that's such a rare case. Uh, but sh- I, he has one point if you if you're like like like, like yeah yeah. everyone's gonna get a bow and they're gonna go out and get their food and that's the most sustainable way well okay so so this argument that ted nugent said whatever three years ago comes from an article in 2011 by this guy from australia and uh let's see here where um the origin uh, it's probably from this article in 2011, written by Professor Mike Archer. Hmm. But the interesting thing, okay, first of all, all of this guy's information and facts were wrong. He was talking about how um, 55 animals die for every kilogram of grain. That's nonsense. Which it's really like one. That sounds a lot too. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, but, unless, but again, unless you're including like insects. But also, this Mike Archer was talking about pasture raised cows. Oh, he was which barely make it into the food system. Five percent of our meat supply is pasture raised. So, so even that that concept. Okay, so he's not he's not talking about factory farms in this article. So it, it's again, and and in fact, I, I, Ted Nugent's talking about bow hunting. So so again, the the premise, the entire premise of this argument is based on misinformation. And I loved every vole, every snake, every frog, every. I mean, it's like it's interesting how. It's still phrased. The, the the phrasing is so has so much fidelity, but the facts are so wrong. This argument assumes that meat eaters don't eat tofu or other vegetables, because right. I mean, I mean, and then it also assumes that what do we feed the cows? Um, it, 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 you know, and, and obviously, yeah, I mean, there is destruction to some animals and we be, we need to be aware that some of our food will cause, um, suffering, you know, and, and our lifestyle isn't about perfection. It's about reducing harm. Right. Maybe we should, uh, grow all our food hydroponically in vertical indoor farms. That's uh, that's where the world is going anyway, just because of you know population and whatnot. I mean, I I think I think the real thing is we need to really focus in on the factory farm system. Yes, and not get caught in the weeds when people say crazy stuff, mm-hmm. you know, or stuff that's totally inaccurate. It's like just you know, look at a movie about the factory farm system. Do you support that? Is that something that you support? And most rational, reasonable people will not support the way the factory farm system s- treats the animals. Deco. Deco what? <laughs> Said deco. I think that means I, you know, I concur. So yeah. So um, are, are you going to watch some Yellowstone and find out about this crazy? Uh, uh, I'm going to pass on Yellowstone. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's like a big girl fight too between uh, Summer, um, Kevin Costner's new girlfriend, and mm-hmm. the, and and his daughter. They have a big like slap punch a fight. physical fight. Yeah, and then yeah, oh. yeah, but but they I think they they have newfound respect when they beat beat the hell out of each other. Because they're like, oh, this vegan has strong muscles and can still fight. She has earned my respect. It's a weird show. You know, it's like the show. You've seen a full episode? Yeah. It's like a show like Dallas, mm-hmm. only it's got tinges of like Tarantino. It's got like oh. violence and like, it's got some like edgy kind of, I mean, it's definitely super trashy soap opera stuff. But it, it but it is interesting how, um, People will take a clip like that and it'll propagate and it'll go on all these different platforms. It'll go on TikTok. If you take that clip out of context without any facts. Yeah, if you're looking if you're looking for some kind of shorthand to uh justify your food addictions or whatever, and uh you don't want to like think too deeply about it, it's like great, I feel better moving on. Well, also, even the the way the clip is cut and the way that, you know, you, you're saying like how the summer like like looks like he's con- she's being convinced. Oh, and the then also thing. like the way it's staged is such a power dynamic, too. She's like on her knees cuffed and he's like standing over her like a authoritative judge or something like the camera's pointing up at him and down at her. Like, let me lecture you, little girl. But Kevin Costner bails her out, brings her to the ranch, and then she becomes and she becomes house arrested at that ranch, and then they becomes have like a-, a Stockholm syndrome situation, <laughs> like Beauty and the Beast. He captures the girl and like uh, slowly wins her over through captivity. I think it would be a better uh, TV show if they weren't recycling Ted Nugent's rant, and they actually knew something about vegans and the vegan plight and factory farming you know they have to have some kind of entertainment for that that segment of america who doesn't want to hear it isn't kevin costner's a lot of his career has been sort of for that demographic right he was in like what dances with wolves and uh some like patriotic stuff right the demo of kevin costner is like an older demo like fox news I guess yeah, owning the libs. So anyway, that's it. So so, what did you have for lunch? I had uh, that Trader Joe's hummus wrap. You know the veggie hummus wrap. That's okay. Don't they, they like just like throw a bunch of cabbage in it? It's kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, uh, right. No, look. Uh, if I had your standards, I wouldn't eat it. But I was on a, you know on my way back from the gym. Didn't have time. Had to set up the microphone. Packed it away while in transit. Remember they used to have the eggplant. No, I re- I mean, what you know, I agree with you that the greatest thing on earth was the chickenless salad sandwich, and it was really sad that they had to discontinue it so long ago. They used I'm to still have, mourning its loss. They used to have one that had the 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 wrap or whatever the 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 bread wrapped with cabbage, hummus, and like this really nice marinated kind of grilled eggplant that was inside it too. And that was really delicious. And then like they took the eggplant out and like, let's keep it cheaper. We're not spending money on eggplant or the, mm-hmm. the, the man hours of getting it. Uh, I, uh, in the, I, I think in I the missed the, the eggplant era. Unfortunately, <laughs> I actually did a video on 
the stuff that we miss at Trader Joe's and everyone brought up so many interesting things. They actually had this really cool um, mango sticky rice egg roll that was really oh, wow. amazing. Someone needs to do a like a retro throwback Trader Joe's like uh, party where they just uh, recreate all the the ghosts of discontinued delights. That's right. Well, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'll yes. like reinvent yeah. the the real crime is the chickenless so- seasoning salt. Like like what? The oh, that's hell? gone. It's gone. I still have. Look, I still have half a bottle of that. You, you know, you can have it. You'd probably make better use of it than I would. You can sell that on the open market, right? Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's, it costs more than cocaine. The last half bottle yeah, in the right. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a few months expired. I guess what happens is. Trader Joe's has contracts with some of these companies Suppliers, that make the they, food. They end if they don't make their their uh, sales targets. A lot of times it has to do with introducing new products. And and that's their model. Yeah, I guess that, you know, they want you to, when you walk in the store, you want to be excited and thrilled with new stuff. But there's only so much shelf space. So in order for every new product to be put on the shelf, they need to take something off unfortunately yeah but i i think that people go to to trader joe's for specific items yes. and if they discontinue yes. them like what the hell man? my look my grab and go lunch options are so limited now it's either the hummus wrap or the lentil wrap oh another really really i what i think is sad news i'm beginning to think this v january is going to be like a bummer other than it's great that people are signing up and they're going to be vegan for January. That's really awesome. But I'm just talking mm-hmm. about like with new food releases. I haven't seen a lot of new food releases in the States. And then also I heard that Panda is probably going to discontinue no. their chicken. Like they're just going to sell what they have in stock and they're it not sucks. going to be selling the orange chip beyond in orange chicken anymore and so that might happen like within the next few weeks so do we blame ourselves for not buying enough or what uh, who's whose fault is this i've i had it two or three times i think everyone's to blame panda's to blame we're to blame for not eating it and then beyond right the fact that they had it beyond has said out loud that they want to have a parity price with meat if they're going to charge a premium for this orange chicken, that's going to put off a lot of these like plant, like the, you know, uh, vegan-ish, that plant-based lady uh, who who doesn't always, you know, wants to enjoy her life. Uh, maybe she doesn't want to spend, you know, spend an extra $2 so they'll just get something else, you know, put it at the same price and see how it holds up. Yeah, I think that Beyond is to blame, uh, uh, you know, because their whole thing is like let's get into fast food let's goose up our stock you know it's like pushing towards like let's do this let's push up our stock like let's do a deal with mcdonald's let's push up our stock i i I don't feel like they're growing their company we we want these these things to succeed it would be great if they had it like ongoing deal with mcdonald's or if the panda deal continued it's just i guess it's it kind of sucks that uh you know, sales are not enough to justify continuing. Yeah, but if you look at something like Impossible, mm-hmm. th- there's still an Impossible Whopper. It still exists. People yeah, buy it. Right. People eat it. And and there's still and a they, Beyond Carl's Jr. Burger. It's like, you know yeah. they wanted they want to succeed. It's sometimes they just don't. 
it's a contrast. You know, these companies want a contrast. I, I don't know, it's, it, but it has something to do with the deals that they're striking. They're striking these short-term deals mm-hmm. that pr- probably designed to, to goose up their stock. Right. Well, you no one's going to these multinational monster companies are not going to say like, OK, it's permanent. They always test something before it happens. I have a bunch of food for you. Yes. By the way. Bring it on. <laughs> bring me your bad food. I like it all. It's just cheap. That one. Yeah. That one thing. I didn't oh, oh, you're talking about the Parmesan crisps. Yeah, those were bad. But other than that, bring it on. I love them all. All right. Well, anyway, that's it. Mike Keller. 